Tired of being baffled by healthcare policy? McGuire Woods Consulting presents Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, your solution to the policy puzzle. With our host, Stephanie Kennan, discover the ins and outs of healthcare policy and gain insights crucial for providers and investors. Let's simplify the complex together. Hello, I'm Stephanie Cannon, and this is Complications, Health Policy Unraveled. In this podcast, we'll cover some of the proposed standards for qualified health plans and the exchanges that CMS proposed on November 15th. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services released its proposed standards for qualified health plans offered through the health insurance marketplaces for 2025. In the proposed rule, CMS proposes standards for issuers and marketplaces, as well as requirements for agents, brokers, web brokers, direct enrollment entities, and assisters that help marketplace consumers. This proposed rule also includes several proposals impacting the Medicaid program, the Children's Health Insurance Program, and the Basic Health Program. In provisions related to network adequacy, beginning in plan year 2025, the proposed rule would require state marketplaces and those marketplaces that use the federal platform to establish and impose quantitative time and distance qualified health plan network adequacy standards that are at least as stringent as the federally facilitated marketplace time and distance standards established for qualified health plans. This would exclude standalone dental plan issuers operating in states that qualify for the limited standalone dental plan exception. Consistent with the standards of the federal marketplace, the time and distance standards would be calculated at the county level and vary by county designation and would apply to lists of provider specialties that include at least those used for the federal marketplace. Similar to the process for the federal marketplace, issuers that cannot meet the specified standards would be able to submit a justification to their state marketplace for a variance. CMS also proposes that before qualified health plan certification, state marketplaces and those that use the federal platform conduct quantitative network adequacy reviews that are consistent with the reviews performed by the federal marketplace plans. In addition, CMS proposes that the state marketplaces and those that use the federal platform collect information from qualified health plan issuers about whether their providers offer telehealth services to assist in informing network adequacy and provider access standards for future plan years. At this time, CMS is not proposing that the state marketplaces establish and impose appointment wait time standards or that they ensure that the provider network of each qualified health plan meets applicable standards specified in Section 156.230. CMS is proposing several other changes to standardize and streamline marketplace operations, particularly state-based market operations, such as changes related to the call centers and eligibility and enrollment platforms. CMS also proposes policies intended to make it easier to enroll in coverage and improve access to services such as dental benefits and prescription drugs. In relation to dental benefits, CMS is proposing to remove the regulatory prohibition on issuers from including routine non-pediatric dental services as an essential health benefit. This would allow states to add routine adult dental services as an essential health benefit by updating their benchmark plans. Under this proposal, states would be permitted to include routine non-pediatric dental health services as an essential health benefit for purposes of their plans or basic health benefit standard health plans. These provisions work to address health disparities. 
CMS is also proposing revisions to certain essential health benefit prescription drug benefit requirements. First, CMS proposes to revise the minimum membership standards for pharmacy and therapeutics committees to include consumer representatives. Second, CMS is proposing to codify its current policy that prescription drugs in excess of those covered by a state's essential health benefit benchmark plan are considered essential health benefits such that they are subject to essential health benefit protections, including the annual limitations on cost sharing and the restriction on annual and lifetime dollar limits, unless the coverage of the drug is mandated by state action and is in addition to essential health benefits, in which case the drug would not be considered an essential health benefit. CMS is also proposing to provide states with greater flexibility to adopt income and or resource disregards in determining financial eligibility for Medicaid. This is for those individuals accepted from an application of the MAGI financial methodologies. Under this proposal, states would be allowed to target income or resource disregards at discrete individuals in the same Medicaid eligibility group, provided that the targeting criteria are reasonable. In other words, individuals in an area of a state with higher shelter costs. This proposal would enable states to achieve targeted expansions of Medicaid coverage in contrast to the all-or-nothing approach required by current regulations. For plan years beginning on or after January 1, 2027, CMS is proposing several revisions to the standards for state selection of essential health benefit benchmark plans to address longstanding requests from states to improve and reduce the burden of the benchmark plan update process. First, CMS is proposing to consolidate the options for states to change essential health benefit benchmark plans such that a state may change its benchmark plan by selecting a set of benefits that would become the state's essential health benefit benchmark plan. Second, CMS is proposing to remove the generosity standard in demonstrating that the state's new benchmark plan provides a scope of benefits that is equal to the scope of benefits of a typical employer plan in the state. The scope of benefits of a typical employer plan in the state would be defined as any scope of benefits that is or is as or more generous than the scope of benefits in the state's least generous typical employer plan and as or less generous than the scope of benefits in the state most generous typical employer plan. Last, CMS is proposing to remove the requirement for states to submit a formulary drug list as part of their documentation to change essential health benefit benchmark plans unless the state changes its prescription drug essential health benefits. Among other things that CMS is proposing, they are proposing to provide states that operate the basic health program additional flexibility in establishing an effective date of eligibility for enrollment in a standard health plan. The proposal would allow a state to select a standard in which all applicants who meet all requirements are eligible to enroll in a standard health plan in the basic health plan, effective the first day of the month following the month of application or eligibility determination, regardless of when they apply or they found out they were eligible to enroll in a standard health plan. CMS is also proposing to require a state marketplace to operate a centralized eligibility and enrollment platform on the state marketplace's website, or if the state marketplace uses the federal platform on the federal platform. This allows for the submission of a single streamlined application for enrollment in a qualified health plan and insurance affordability programs by consumers through the state marketplace website. 
This proposal codifies and ties together existing requirements that the marketplace is the entity responsible for making all determinations regarding the eligibility for a qualified health plan coverage and insurance affordability programs through that state's marketplace operation. CMS is also proposing establishing a call center standard to require that all marketplace call centers provide consumer access to a live call center and that representatives would be required to be able to assist consumers with their qualified health plan application. That includes providing consumer information on their APTC, tax credit, and cost-sharing reductions, helping consumers understand their qualified health plan options, and helping consumers select a qualified health plan, and helping consumers submit qualified health plan enrollment applications to the marketplace. Last, I'm going to address the part of the proposal that makes changes in the Section 1332 waiver public notice requirements. HHS and Treasury propose to modify regulations concerning flexibilities in the public notice requirements and post-award public participation requirements for the Section 1332 waivers. Specifically, the departments are proposing to permit states applying for a Section 32 waiver to conduct public hearings in a virtual that is, telephonic, digital, or web-based platform, or some kind of hybrid that allows for both in-person and virtual attendance of meetings. In lieu of conducting an in-person meeting as part of the state public notice requirements, the departments also propose to provide that for a state's annual post-award forum, the public forum can be conducted in-person, virtual, or in a hybrid format. There are other changes that they are making in this, but those are the highlights. We'll keep you posted on what happens. That wraps up this episode of Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, presented by McGuire Woods Consulting. We hope you've gained valuable insights into the healthcare policy issues we discussed today. Follow us in your favorite podcast app and never miss a healthcare update by subscribing to host and J.D. Supra's number one healthcare author, Stephanie Kennan's Washington Healthcare Update at mwcllc.com. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your colleagues and leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. To continue the conversation, send us an email at healthpolicy at mwcllc.com. Hey, 